Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast with the best domain name and digital asset content in the world. Today's episode is a Domain Sherpa review titled The Price is Right, and it features Braden, Shane, and Drew. And rest in peace to Bob Barker, one of the best to ever do it. On today's show, we play the domain game featuring nests.com, fiasco.com, uniquecontent.com, and dropday.com. And then we've got the Name Jack and the Jet segment sponsored by Name Jet, and we talk about some domains coming up for auction, including OrganicKitchen.com, MalpracticeAttorneys.com, SurvivalProducts.com, and TrojanHorse.com. We also talk about the performance of everybody's domain name portfolios in August and the recent uptick in domain markets. We also have a discussion around lease-to-own plans, the positives and negatives and different approaches for that. All that and more is happening on today's episode, so definitely don't miss all this. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can also watch the video version at DomainSherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at ds.tv. You can also listen to the shows on Apple and Spotify and other podcast platforms as well. So make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button every way that you can. We appreciate it. And also now we're integrating our shows with Muse.ai, which provides new search functionality for the shows and transcripts as well. So definitely check all that out. And big shout out to Dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. With that, it's now time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. Jon, a.k.a. Sherpa Winfrey, a.k.a. John Burgundy. And I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is the Domain Sherpa Review, the seminal show on the Domain Sherpa Network, where we get into the minds of the most successful domain investors in the world using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain name investors ourselves. These are the experts Shane just jumped out. We're going to have to see if he'll if he'll rejoin us here. We're in the middle of a hurricane, although he's not in any of the hurricane-affected areas. But, um, you know, just coming up with some excuses to why he just disappeared from the feed, for those of you who are watching and not just listening. As we say on every show, there are four segments to the Domain Sherpa Review. There's the grand opening. That's where I intro the Sherpas. We see what's going on with them, and we talk about some related stuff. The Domain Game, where we hear what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Everybody guesses we keep scoring. Get out some swag to the winner. Segment three, Name Jack and the Jet, sponsored by our friends at NameJet, where we review a list of domains coming up for auction to see what the Sherpas like, what they don't like, all that good stuff. And then last but not least, we've got Grand Closing, where we discuss anything we haven't covered already, what's going on in the domain space, looking at the market trends, current events, allowing the guests to mention or promote anything they want to talk about that we have not already discussed. Shane is back. So let's go ahead and introduce the Sherpas over to my right. I got my boy Andrew Rosner, a.k.a. Morpheus, a.k.a. the Dirk Diggler of Digital Assets, a.k.a. Bob Lee Swagger the sniper aka drew drew got what i need aka every rosner has his thorn aka never gonna give drew up gray beard the domain pirate cancel adams in the house back from a few week hiatus he's been traveling this summer for those of you who follow his social his instagram his twitter you'll see that he's been uh, out and about what's going on man welcome back home what's happening Oh, all good in the hood, you know, uh, came back trying to dig out, get my head above water, got a lot, uh, got a lot of water above my head still, but, um, 
all good, man. We, we, uh, you know, June was, you know, coming into, let's say summer mode, you know, May was a good month, but you know, we, we felt like volume was, we, like we had some big deals and, you know, the numbers sort of lie in the sense that it was a good month, but seemed like things were slowing down. June was kind of the same thing. And my anticipation, I think my words to you were, look, I'm going to basically go, you know, screw off for the next eight weeks. Um, you know, my expectation is that we don't lose money and anything above that expectation is gravy. And, <laughs> yes, you know, I really didn't expect this summer to be super productive. I've been anticipating, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of uh, that recession that everybody's been worried about sort of happening for, for a while now. Uh, I see every reason in the world for growth to slow down and credit to come to a bottleneck and all sorts of bad things to happen. But the truth is everywhere I went this summer, flights were full, places were full, restaurants were full, beaches were full. Everything was popping, popping. And uh, the domain market kept popping too. So uh, we are about to close out August. It's August 30th today. And August is going to turn out to be the first or second best month of the year for us. Man. Um, uh, I think second best. I think January we had an absolute just big pimping month. Um, so, uh, but this was a, an absolutely epic month. And so that was a shocker. Uh, and so I come back, uh, satisfied and, uh, uh, you know, ready to nice. kick ass, take names and, like uh, bounce more often, keep the momentum going. Yeah, no doubt, man. no doubt. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it has been a really great month and, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think I, you see anecdotally a lot of that same stuff, like you said, it's, you know, it's people are still out doing their thing, spending money, buying stuff. You know, you see some of it kind of, you know, when you look at some of the bigger macro trends around certain things and certain industries and, you know, real estate seems like it's, you know, kind of has to be teetering in some degree because you've got these astronomically high interest rates compared to what people have been used to these last few years. You know, years. it's a tricky, it, 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 people only scratch the surface though when they think about this stuff. And the, the, the thing is though, is the reality is, is like, okay, we've got high, significantly higher interest rates. And it's not just about that. It's about the speed at which they went up. Right. And so mm -hmm. yep, if yep. you got a place, you know, and you got into it with a mortgage rate of two and a half percent, three percent, and now you go to the bank and they're like, oh, it's seven percent. Like <laughs> you don't, you can't transact. Right. So, so the market can only actually move, you know, it can't move that much because like, yeah, it sucks. Oh, so now you're going to go into the rental market instead of the buyer's market. But the guy that has the overpriced house, he can't sell because number one, there's no buyer. And number two, uh, he can't afford to buy something else at a, you know, he yeah, got lucky. Even rate. if he can't afford that mortgage, the next mortgage is going to give him half the house at double the price in terms of what he's got to pay every month. So um, I just, On paper, you know, I, that think the, I think the real estate market's actually just more stuck than anything else. I think it's just stuck because people can't afford to buy, people can't afford to sell. And so yeah. it's just going to very well, slowly, I think, I think work its way out. Commercial real yeah, estate. Transactions are still, they're still happening though. Yep. Yeah. 
And here's the thing is Zillow, who's been very accurate, predu- uh, predicts next year's prices will go up 6.5%. They just actually upped that from 6 Um, there's no inventory. So as we know, in everything, it comes to supply and demand. So you can, we can pretend like things aren't hopping, but if there's nothing to, if there's nothing to buy, then things will continue to hop new. Now we're not even talking about new homes. I expect the new homes to plummet. And I don't pretend my neighborhood is, is the world. They have no choice. Developers can't, can't do it at these rates. Yeah. But housing, housing starts are up. Up. Housing starts are up. Really? And that's, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think it yeah, comes it's, down, I think Shane makes a really great point. There's a supply crunch, right? And that's the thing is like, yeah. so then it makes it so the homes that are available are still getting bought, you know, so we have but a real- I, I, You know what? It's kind of like the Bitcoin market. It's like, we can sit here and bloviate about housing starts are up, things are still moving, but it's like, what percentage of the market is floating? It's like- mm-hmm. Teeny tiny, right? In Rhode Island, which is an absolute shit market, where my where I'm from, where my parents live, absolute shit market. There is nothing happening in Rhode Island. They had an opportunity to be a biotech center. They messed that up. They had a few major corporations that headquartered there. They messed that up by killing them, raising corporate taxes. They there's just nothing happening in Rhode Island. Like I can't. There's no reason to move to Rhode Island other than to retire. And if you're going to retire, I don't know why you're going to Rhode Island. So I literally like. From a, I'm got a career. I'm buying house. You know, I just don't. I don't know what people are doing to to pay for expensive homes in Rhode Anyways, um, they this was keep talking to you by about Rhode Island tourism board. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Rhode Island. <laughs> they keep talking about you know. Uh, <laughs> there's never been so few homes in the market, and they talk about that as if it's bullish, and it's like you know, like that's that's like uh, uh, you know, look how strong the market is, but it's. It's it's not. It's it, it, the float is like this, and the reason there isn't a lot of high homes in the market is because people can't sell because they can't get a mortgage on something else. And so I I, I just I I don't know I, I I'm I, maybe I'm wrong. But it's I, all I just the same if you're trying I, to sell your house. There's still yeah, the last still, last thing, and then we'll keep price. it moving. Last thing, and then we'll keep it moving too. I mean, look, you know, I mean, I know there's this push to try to get people back in the office, but people are still working remotely more than ever before, and uh, you know. People are home more than ever before still, you know, even though we yeah. are trending back to getting back physically into the office, but it's the commercial real estate folks, which is a whole nother conversation that I think have, you know, bigger concerns than. But in summary, it is, everybody is surprised. We all expected a second For half sure. of 2023 to be rough and it has turned out not to be the case. And it has so been far. very resilient, but it, you know, the people with money, it's not a problem, right? So yeah. that's the thing. It at five point eight percent that I just put my treasury bill in yesterday. It's good to have money. So things are mm-hmm. not bad if you have money. You're getting more interest than ever. So the people with money are just doing fine. It's the people without money that are suffering more, and that's kind of how it's always been, right? Always, always goes. Yeah, yeah, we have a realtor friend who, like, when she posts on Instagram and all this kind of stuff, you know, she's like, "Fall in love with the house, don't fall in love with your rate," you know, because you yeah, know, for the folks that you know, like, a couple of percentage points. That's what a realtor you know, would say. That's exactly what a realtor would say. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's, that sounds real good. That's some real rubber yeah. rainbows and butterflies. Shit. Don't that worry about money. Good. But here's <laughs> the thing: hey. at three percent on, let's call it a, a three hundred thousand dollar house, you know, your mortgage payment. Oh no, I is look. I get like the impact. I understand. Seven hundred dollars a month. When I when right? I got my, yeah. I lock my rate. Half a million dollars is fourteen hundred. You know, again, I'm making right a mistake now. of doing public math, but like whatever it is, it, 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 let's just say for 
you know, illustrated. No, I, I looked at it a half a, a million dollar, a half a million dollars is about $1,400 more a month for the exact same home. Exactly. That's yeah. You go from That's 3% to 6% rates, your monthly payment for the exact same house just doubled. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. People, so. people, and that's coming from don't. something, right? So that's coming, that's your disposable income that you would spend on X, Y, or Z. And whoever, whoever those were are going to not get that. So that's reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a matter of a little bit more money because people are going to, you know, they, they're spending as much as they possibly can usually on their mortgage. It's yeah. like they can afford but anyways, these whatever, $3,000. And it's so, so it's like they can afford 3000 and then live on the whatever you know, the balance. But they, they could be the companies. And then, wait, wait, but if their if their mortgage goes from three thousand to six thousand, then it's just not affordable. Period. Yeah. Un- unobtainable. Yeah, unobtainable. Yeah. And the All point right, so let's move destroyed. on to domains, shall we? Yeah, and the point right. Drew is making though is like, are the people buying houses? The people buying domains? I don't know, but domains have done well. Let's hope, knock on wood, that the uh, you know the trend continues positively, and we'll we'll see what will it'll do what it do. All right, I, we're not even through the AKA. So to my lower right, we got my boy Braden Pollock, aka Tony Stark, aka Benjamin Button, aka Eat Bray Love, aka Braden Statham, aka Braden Pollockton, the Viscount of Woodland Hills. It's not that your domain is Viscount. That's new. It's, it's not that your domain exactly because he used to be the Archduke of Calabasas. Then he moved, even though he he wasn't in Calabasas. So now he's the Viscount. Of Woodland Hills. I don't know where that sits on the royal titles. If we had someone from, you know, I think, you, is it a downgrade? It's probably a downgrade, huh? I got the book that tells you everything about it right here. <laughs> this is what you don't get this year? anywhere else. You, this is what I'm talking about. Look at that. Peerage and <laughs> baronetage. Is that the, that's it. That's a word. This Look is the official dude. book. This is the fucking book. You want to know, like, who is the Viscount of Viceroy? Is that should have that's just in here and it'll tell you who he answers to and who answers to his ass. <laughs> yeah, who's the Viscount of Woodland Hills? You are, dog. Well, it's not that's in here. A, it wouldn't know. be in that book. That's, the next the 2000, that's like it a 2008 edition. At some point, America was British. See? So look at that. Okay. Well, that's what's good. All anyway, right. it's not that your domain is so, worthless. It's just that it's worthless. Did you see that? It's the first time that book's been opened in like a decade. Dust flew off of it. Um, I actually was just looking through it for a different purpose. Like I was trying to figure out, I, I, I had this client and I had gotten on the phone with him. No, no, we're not talking about you. This is hey. an intro of me <laughs> no, right but- now. We're not talking about your client. If we it's just, a domain client. It's a domain the client. ADD in this group is just <laughs> off the charts. Hey, Turned out to be Prince know. William. So look, all I'm saying no, is- I just, I knew he was somebody. So I had to look his ass up and he was. So, like, so yo, I'm the fact that you just pulled that book off the shelf is pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> Listen, man, it's been, you press, it's been pressing flowers things, for three months. You got to have a very wide, you got to know a little bit about a lot of things. Oh, yeah, you got to have a wide range, dog. Anyway, it's not that your domain is worthless. It's just that it's worth less. What's up, Braden? How you doing, man? You're in New York? Where are you, where are you at? You're in a hotel? What's good? I, yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a tiny little New York hotel. Um, okay. Kind of a, an odyssey of a of a tour. I started in uh, in Israel and then Jordan, then London for Domain Summit, and then Paris, and now New York. I got to New York last night. I'll be here for the rest of the week. Um, I was sick for most of it. I I got horrible food poisoning or salmonella or something in um, in Jordan that had me in bed for like three days straight, and then just sick. I'm still I'm still recovering, and I'm on day ten. 
It's just getting Damn, so it's been that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't think Terrible. that vegans could get salmonella. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that was like a. You know, it could have been. Yeah, it's it all over the like vegetables. The water that the vegetables are washed in, or something, could, you know, could be anything. Yeah. All right. Um, how was the domain days or the London domain? It's summit? pretty good. Helmets, who who runs it, says he sold 250 tickets. There's okay. definitely not 250 people there at any given time, but he said people were kind of in and out. Sure. Um, so you know, just taking his word for it. And I'm sorry, it was uh, London it was, Domain Summit. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it was good. You, I mean, I saw some of the pictures and things, and you know, saw you on a panel or two from what it, from what it looked like. And, oh, um, just barely hanging on. Oh, man i I rallied the best I could to 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 get enough energy together to get up on that stage. But I was I was hurting. I had not had a meal in three days when I was on that stage. Damn. Well, you look like you lost some yeah. weight. You know what I'm saying? Like the salmonella diet is that's like that's some that's mm-hmm. some LA shit. Get ready for the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I I did. I I literally had to buy some jeans because like I had a couple <laughs> pair of jeans that don't fit me. I lost so much weight. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. So just for the record, no the Viscount title ranks between the eldest son of a marquee mm. and the eldest son. Of an earl. Ooh, okay. Okay. Great. Which is then followed by the younger son of a marquee. Ah, How's that gonna nice. help in solitaire? Well, where it's gonna help you is the next time that you deal with the eldest son of a marquee and he tells you to go shine his shoes, you know whether you have to do it or not. And the answer is yeah. yeah. You know That's exactly correct. <laughs> you know, so all right. But you could tell the younger Moving son on. of the marquee, you go get my shine box. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I like it. So Archduke was, was where it was at, man. But you know, hey, you know, you're, yeah, you 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 moved way down the totem pole. <laughs> <laughs> An Archduke is between a duke and a king, dog. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but anyway, all right. Well, welcome, sort of, back to the United States. Glad you're sort of on the road to recovery, and um, you know all that good stuff. Hopefully, uh, yeah, you know. But, but let's move this along. Afterwards, I'm having dinner. I'm having lunch with uh, Larry Fisher. He doesn't oh, want to wait. Nice. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. All right, let's go. All right, well, below me, we got my boy Shane Coulter, a.k.a. Sugar Shane, a.k.a. Honey Shane, a.k.a. Blame It on the Shane, a.k.a. House of Shane, in Shane in the membrane, in Shane in the blockchain, a.k.a. the Culture Club, doing it for the culture. What's up? You disappeared before, so I was about to break out the shit from the clip from the old cowboy movie being like, come back, Shane, come back, Shane, you know? <laughs> Billy, if you can no, dig my, that up, my new, we, we're not going to get hit with a copyright infringement claim. Go ahead and throw that in the mix. Let's my dog came know. running in and knocked my my six thousand dollar camera to the ground. So yeah, of course, of I course just did. Uh, that's what happened. That boy, that second, guy follows me my, everywhere. I thought it was my. Uh, you know, we, we're in the middle of this hurricane uh, Adalia, and uh, although it's not too bad where we are, and for a second I thought it was me because I've been really nervous about losing power and internet. Um, but, uh, cause trees are shaking and things are a little crazy outside, but not too, too crazy. I was actually talking about how nope, Drew back in town. 85 like pound Labrador. Drew. Yeah. 85 pound Labrador versus, you know, 85 mile an hour winds, you know? Yeah. I'll take the dog every I time. promise you that Labrador, when it was a puppy, did as much damage <laughs> as a hurricane sometimes. <laughs> exactly right. I think did some uh, chewing, but yeah, all good. It's, um, yeah, I, I kind of just been... I've been turning into old man, just reading and learning. And like, right. I felt really old. I was actually reading the paper for the first time, figure out what was going on. 
<laughs> I, I, I just, I can't not work. Like it's done. I, I did my time. Like I really thought, you know, I went from a hundred to zero to 50. I just got to be going a hundred. Like that's just who I am. It just, uh, like I started yeah. now I'm running like 12 miles a day. Cause I'm like, I got to do something. I went out and did a 12 mile run before this just yeah. to get out and do something. So I'm ready to roll. I, I'm just ready. Same like, here. Man, I mean, I've got to make. Yeah, it's just. Hey, at least you can keep that down. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's a. Well, and then there's me. I haven't sat, I haven't even gotten out of my chair except to like fix my shorts. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's just, it, there's a lot going on. It's, I, I, I mean, again, I, I love it. Like I said, I thought things, I had my best domaining month in years. August has been really, really good. Um, I just, it's nice. Like, you know, all those portfolios are paying off, right? Like that's what you hope for is you hope some guy comes not, or a woman or company comes knocking on the door on a name that you haven't been blowing on for a while. And all of a sudden they're really interested in it. And, and, and again, I don't mind LTOs. Like I know people are afraid that they're not going to pay, but there's something about those monthly checks coming in for cash flow that are pretty nice. Sometimes you kind of forget you sold them and then they yeah. just yeah. keep adding up. So also sales that may not have happened at all. Yeah, it's yeah just I mean, free when cash, you're a I mean, company of runways, up. think about a company that they, you know, a lot of people look at the negative, like they could bail anytime, but also look at it from a company standpoint that they really want the name and they they feel that it's worth it to just have the payments and they'll just like a it's like buying a car they can't afford right like there's a lot of people that do a car on 72 months on a car they should never have owned but they really want it well the main at least is a good asset for them versus that car um but it's the same concept it just yeah probably... i just don't like the way it's being implemented though through dan and after nick i, I just don't know so it, it, and we can talk structure. about that later it's I, I think lto in general is the wrong talk about it right now um well, so here's the thing. So I have a, I had two customers that prefer a bulk at the front, a runway on one of them for the rest of them to a certain period of time. Another one that would like a bulk runway bulk. I'm cool with all these because all, but here's all the that problem. can be addressed through. There's only one structure that works as far as I'm concerned, and 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 uh, for tax reasons, for structural Dan reasons, can. no, it does. You can't do it. None of these guys. None of them listen. I told GoDaddy. I told Schilling seven years ago, I told all these guys, I said, guys, this is the way you should operate your marketplace. You should build it around this. This is how domain transactions are going to happen in the future. Nobody listened. And now what GoDaddy is doing is, I think, very problematic. I think John Berryhill's right. I think he's wrong on some other stuff, but I think he's very right. Like the, this LTO structure they're doing is, is terrible. Yeah. I, I would never engage in that. Um, uh, but I think if you do a lease with an option to buy, uh, you can structure it all of those ways. And as far as I can tell, it is completely clean. It protects you from bankruptcy. It is a actual legitimate lease. It's not just a payment plan that you put lease on the top of. It, you know, it, it, it's an actual lease. This person has no right to ownership, but they have an option to buy it if they so choose. In the meantime, they're paying a lease. You can charge a fee upfront, call that the deposit. That's the option fee. That's I'm just like if I go on Schwab right now and I want to buy a call option, I pay a fee for that option. Now, the lease is separate to that. I'm buying an option over a course of five years. And in the course of that five years, in parallel, you sign a five-year lease. And you have five years to use it, domain. You paid something up front 
for the option to buy it. That gives you a path to ownership if you so choose. And then you got five years of runway to go build a business around it. Let the domain pay for itself. And at the end of that year, you know, at the end of that, you pay the principal amount. You pay whatever the purchase price is. Um, and you can, you know, you can adjust those levers. You can increase the lease and make the purchase price lower. You can make the purchase option higher. You can play with all those levers. You can play with time. You know, there's four or five different levers that you can play with there um, to basically account for, you know, most situations that, that, that we've run into. But that's the only way that I'll structure it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. in some of it's People just don't realize boring, right? in America. <laughs> What's that? Go ahead. No, in no, America, it's, it's really problematic. It... Just lease to own, like, oh, you know, oh, that's so great. It's a $8,000 sales on a lease to own. Boom. You know, the moment you get that first payment, you know, I, I'm not an accountant. I don't play one on the internet, but the advice that I've been given and what I understand is that the moment you receive that first payment uh, in, in the, the way that these LPOs are structured, um, uh, you are liable for taxes, uh, capital gains tax on the full amount of the purchase price. So if it's an $8,000 deal and they're paying 50 grand a month, 50, let's say $50 a month, the moment you take in that first $50, you're now, let's just say you got that domain for $100 and you've sold it for $8,000. Well, you got $50 on that first payment, or let's call it $100 on that first payment. Well, you now owe capital gains tax on $7,900. And that's a lot more than $50, right? So they could, now, if they default, you equally get that, you get to write off the default. Right, the money that you never collected on the sale that you booked when they made their first uh, uh, payment, but you are liable for taxes on the full amount the f- as soon as that first payment comes in, unless it is a legitimate and actual lease. You're also liable under bankruptcy. Yeah, it's a good question. You know, I should follow up with accounting to find out because I don't. Um, I know we've had we touched on this a little bit internally, but we don't do a lot of the lease. Don't you know? We do the lease with the purchase option. So you know, effectively the payment because I think you also run into an issue too, which is at what point you know do they establish rights and in, into the domain once they've made a payment or two? If it's a if it's, it's on another issue that we address in our contract that you you know yeah. that those those rights that they establish actually get reassigned. To us, they actually never even get reassigned. They, those rights that they establish are um, attributed to us, the lessor, uh, until such time as they purchase the domain name. So part of their lease is the right to use the rights that they are accruing, but we own them until such time as they actually effect the final uh, purchase option. All right. Well, this is like you. It's like you're teaching economics. We've we've lost the class. Yeah, I but, don't have enough. Uh, but it, <laughs> and and it like, depends on how you how you you um, record your I'm domains. Only, yeah. Do you amortize them? It, yep. And then there's also the you know the contract language is key. I mean, this is a whole another conversation totally. habit. And it, I think it's an interesting. All of those variables, yeah. all of those yeah. variables matter. Completely changes you know everything. Um, if you don't treat your domains as inventory and you treat them as an asset. And you're amortizing them, different situation, you know, all of these things yeah. are different scenarios. But just generally speaking, 
you know, very broad strokes. And this is not financial accounting or economic. No, everybody's but different. Yeah. Like, you know, I was kind of shocked when I learned that, that like, if you just say, oh yeah, pay me, you know, it's $30,000, pay me $5,000 a month for six months. Okay. But the moment you get the first $5,000, you owe capital gains on whatever your profit is from the first 30. I don't think a, a good CPA would book it that way. Yeah. I, I, it, never by it law. Way. You know, I don't know the answer. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good question. And some of we yeah. should know. I'm, I'm going to make a note. If it's I in like six months, it's not a huge deal because it's in the, it's, if it's in the same calendar year, yeah, it most of these really aren't matter. six months though. Most of them are, are multi-year. Yeah. And if it's multi-year. Yeah, I know. I have several multi-year. Yeah. Yeah. And mine are straight all look, capital gains look into anyway. It. I could very well be wrong. Um, you know, I, uh, I've killed a lot of brain cells in my life, so it's very possible. My, I'm wrong, my poor CPA I am is fairly confident that I'm not, I'm fairly confident. I'm right. Between the crypto and the domains and all this, my CPA, I'm definitely his least favorite person or her. Least <laughs> favorite person. If especially if they don't do a lot of web all right, let's keep crypto domain. My, my crypto was 1100 pages, 1100 pages. Of crypto okay. trading. JT, yeah. he's going off the rails. Take control. Let's all go. right. All right. You're right, Braden. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. Well, look, that was great doing all the AKAs and the introductions. You know, look, I don't mind if we cover something domain related in the intro stuff, because really this is the stuff that I think is interesting to folks that watch the show, right? So, um, and there are, um, you know, I think a good bit of interesting pieces to that and variables and all that good stuff. So all good, all good. But What's important? let's move on to the it's domain important. game. Yeah, no. That, hey, that and, part of anybody, it, I mean, that is a legit deal of if we can sell to more more domain names if we have a better uh, pathway for our buyers to buy them, right? 100% so the more mechanisms. They have, I mean, this was one of the things that we said about all the Web3 so stuff great that was pretty discussion. cool, you know, was how when NFTs were actually, you know, you know, positive. <laughs> now we're really off the rails. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. How far off no, the rails you want to no, go? No getting back on the rails. The idea of like, like instant transfer, right, domain game. Let's go. instant domain transfer, game. instant settlement. NFTs. Let's go. Come on. All right, fine. They're still digital assets, <laughs> but all right. So I, I, look, I agree. I even like them, but I, I don't want to. I, hey, we're good. We're good. The domain game, guys. We on the domain. <laughs> Let's go. Who's right. got a name? You got a buy or a sell, Drew? What you got? What can what can you actually disclose out here in these uh, digital streets? All right. Well, I got a whole bunch of pretty absolute bomber sales but i can't talk about them but i'll tell you what they it's make Andrew a whole Miller bunch of other be people like feel we really have the biggest sales that have ever been made in the history yeah. of the internet yeah can give you no detail no but joke folks yeah <laughs> really but listen it's all good we love you andrew uh even if you mm-hmm. bloviate all right uh <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, it's all good. It's inside joke. Inside it's joke. Good. What you got? You got a buy or a uh, sale, man? We'll stop I got look, I'm 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 deciding. I'm gonna go with a buy. I'm gonna go with a buy. Because I'm not, I can go with a couple of small sales, but but I, I I'm gonna go with the buy. Okay. okay. You wanna tell us what that name is? I guess a thousand. Ness.com. Ness.com. Ness two S's Ness. like Elliot. Oh. Plural, like birds' nests. Like birds' nests, yes, plural. Nests. Nests. <laughs> time out, time out. <laughs> N-E-S-S dot com. I like this demand until we start talking about it. 
Nest.com. You know what I'm saying? Like, like N-E-S-T-S. No. Yeah, like a like oh. bird. You know, like oh, uh, I thought you meant like Elliot. Bird, but it's also like, like a bunch of bird also, nest. It's like cribs. Yes, nests. Yeah. Did you you bought nests.com? Yes. Ah, oh, see, I didn't even. I thought we, he doesn't know about this one yet. Yeah. No. All right. Well. Oh man, this gets to be. This one gets to be awkward because if I'm way off, then it's like. Yeah, um, I don't. Oh, I mean, that's phone out. All right. So it is nests.com. N-E-T-N-E-S-T-S.com. Birds, nests. I like it. Um, And it's a buy. And yeah, I don't, this is a tough one. Oh, I'm losing my publicity for my, for beehives. Right. Oh yeah. You got to get a new button on the back, man. And they stick. That's what happens when you use like, you know, that fucking vegan ink. <laughs> I'm kind of torn. This isn't vegan ink. This is straight from dead dogs and cats. Yes. I'm just kidding. Uh, um. All right. I'm gonna. All right. Let me know oh. when you guys are ready to flip it. Braden, you ready? Flip it on. Before I change right. my number. All right. Three, two, one. Oh man. Whoa. So, okay. so Shane's wow. at eighty-five hundred. Braden is at nine thousand. I'm at uh, 14999 I was at 9999 and then changed it right before because we had a little bit of time. So we would have all been. But anyway, it is what it is. So, all right. So, Drew, who is the winner? Impressively all very close, but Shane wins. It was $8,000. 8000 All right. That's what's up, man. That's a solid. I think that's a good price for yeah. that, now, that actually was, was brought to me. I don't remember who brought it, um, and I, I didn't like it. But I didn't remember the, how much. Uh, I just think it's a you know like for eight grand, like if it was forty grand, I w- I wouldn't like it. But at eight grand, I was like, that's a really good brand for some real estate agent that is trying to build a brand, right? Like that's a great real estate brand. Um, you know, Ness is a highly correlated word with real estate, right? Like so. Um, anyways, I. Uh, I thought that was a great deal. I, you know, I don't know if it was the last episode I was on or the one before that. I basically publicly said, I'm not buying domains anymore. Yep. Just for the simple reason that I have more than I'm ever going to sell. Uh, but we all but knew you were lying. I did. I did <laughs> exactly. We didn't I was believe lying, you. Number one. No, <laughs> nobody believed me, number one. And number two, I did give the caveat that unless something is a screaming deal. And I think Nest.com for eight grand was a screaming deal. There is absolutely multiple real estate agents out there in the world that would love to own nest.com for let's say you know 30 to 50 grand easy maybe 75 maybe 100 maybe 150 you know i, I gotta Just keep dig in and, maybe 200 maybe 250 you know <laughs> depends on the day depends on how i'm feeling you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah no, uh, so look i think that's, that's a good it. price i thought it was a little higher you know like i said i was originally in that 999 but um all right well good good job shane so, and good job, Drew. Good work. All right, Braden, what do you got? You got a buy or a sell? So the point goes to Shane, and he is currently leading in the clubhouse. Um, I've got a I sale. Got I actually had um, three sales while I've been traveling, and nice. and some like three or four legit negotiations happening, like like high value markets. Market strong. It's, it's definitely turned remarkably, up remarkably, right? remarkably strong at the moment. So, uh, so the the name that uh, let's go with 
fiasco.com. Ooh, fiasco. Ooh, I love this name, actually. Fiasco. 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 Isn't there Delta somebody Lupe. whose nickname Delta is Lupe. Fiasco? Lupe Isn't there, Fiasco. Isn't there like a, That's my new rapper name. Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fiasco? <laughs> Fiasco. I don't know. Lil, Lil Fiasco. Rapper. He's from Chicago. No, man. like in the 90s. There was a dude in the 90s who was like, it was like a... a Lupe Fiasco? He was a hot... Dude was a hot mess, and his like middle name was Fiasco. Like, oh, uh, I don't know about that, but Lupe Fiasco is pretty legit. I actually enjoy his stuff. So, um, all right. So, okay, what did you sell Fiasco dot com for? Mm. Oh, hold on, hold on. I didn't do my number. Did you sell? I'm still thinking. I'm all right. I'm, I'm feeling all right. Let's let me know when you're ready, Shane. Okay, I'm giving him lots of credit here. Oh, okay. Then I probably should go up higher. But here we go. Three, two, one. Flip it. What you got? Oh, okay. What do you got, Drew? Oh, all right. So I've got ninety nine 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 nine. So a hundred thousand basically. Drew has one seven five eight eight eight. One seven five eight eight eight. And Shane's got two hundred and eighty thousand. So we've got a stretch from about a hundred grand to two hundred and eighty thousand. And uh, I told so- you guys I'm not fucking around anymore. I've been playing for like years. Like. It's time to oh. work. Oh shit! Chase, come on, Brian. Down the gauntlet. <laughs> okay, closest to the pin. True. Oh, in the middle. Okay. How close? The price was two oh three five hundred. Oh come on! Oh. That is nice. Well yeah. done. Okay. Well done. Well yeah. done. Uh, it was a. Uh, How did after- the three come in? Um. Uh, we, we how how did it get to that weird number? How do you round it up to two hundred and three thousand? Um, it was just a it was just calculation. What we do is we add on um the commissions because I I was not using a GoDaddy lander, I was using an FD lander, so we had we had uh, added commissions on to compensate for if somebody wants to pull the trigger on Afterdeck, which is what they yeah. did. They didn't reach out direct, they didn't go through FD, pull trigger. So it was a bin. Um, wow, that's and, a high bin. That's a pretty legit bin, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold time four and a half months. What? What'd you wow. buy it for? What'd you buy wow. it for? I paid thirteen five. Oh man, look at you! You know, you're like, yo, I am staying with Brayden. Brayden, I'll be there. What you can't see in that hotel room he's in, he's like all in this small little room. He's in the corner of this enormous penthouse suite, you know, at the plaza right yeah. now. Um, but yeah. uh, well, congratulations, man, Billy. Give that man some. Give that man some cheers. Give him <laughs> some. Give him a big This is a tiny room, although it's still like three hundred and eight dollars a night or something. Oh, man. We do, uh, um, but you know what? Hotels in general are just ridiculous all over the world right now. Anywhere you go, it's like it's just. I feel like prices like a thousand dollars a night is the new three hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> thousand is the new three hundred. <laughs> Speaking of which, like I think where we're staying in LA, I got to change the room up. I am going to ping you offline, Braden, for your recommendations on that. But um, the uh, you know anyway. Um, but all right, well, great job. That's awesome, and uh, great job to uh, to to Drew for hitting the for for getting the point. All right, so Shane, what you got? You got to buy or sell? Because if Drew gets this, he wins the game. I know. Um, I'm gonna make it. I do have a lot of good sales. I'm still gonna do a 
a buy just because it was an interesting name. I bought uniquecontent.com. Okay. That was I thought it was kind of an interesting name with all the AI going out there right now. Um You know what? The funny thing is I did, I think I put on, we were talking, I said, I'm not going to tell anybody the price of mega fuel because I was going to save it for Sherpa, but no, we'll, we'll do it next time. All right. Um... No looking. All right. Uniquecontent.com. Sorry, I was going to text it here. Um... All right, let me know when y'all are ready. Do it. Live it. What do you got, Drew? Drew, look alive. Oh, wow. Okay, so Brady's at 900. I'm at 999, and Drew is at 4,000. You think he paid $4,888? Okay, I'm going to revise. You guys are. Can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you can when you own the show. It was so yeah. <laughs> exactly. You'd be like, you paid. All right, what did you what did you pay? You so egregious. Fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. That's uh, me with the point. Then uh, you know what? The first number I had was thirteen fifty. I should have stuck. That's a great guy. deal. Straight up, like unique content. Yeah. Fourteen hundred bucks. Great yeah. deal. That's great deal. Awesome it was. Yeah. I had twenty five hundred in there. Just you know, I don't know if I was going to ten exit right off the bat, but and curated like content handwritten con everything that's like bespoke is going to be important as we switch to ai i just feel like we're going to turn the opposite way i want to use those two terms because i i own curate.net which i sold and and then and then bought back from the guy when he went out of business and i just sold bespoke.vc yeah yeah i think it's good terms i think influencer curated data hand done content i just i feel like that's going to be super 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 valuable coming on I mean, don't get me wrong ai is important too but well but ai helps to create that unique content right we always turn the opposite direction in everything we do right like when everything when everybody goes to a people want b when everybody goes to c people want b you know it just yeah. we're always going the opposite so and i do think you know i i don't I don't know that he wants me to say, but I, I met with maybe the largest SEO owner of the, the company in the world. And he's legitimately on hold, like his whole company. He just, they just don't know where to go because the content of AI is coming out so fast. And I don't mean him, but his customers, 50% of his customers are saying, let's just wait. We got to figure out what to do here because they're, the SEO is not, you know, if you go right now to Google, what's the top bar say? Hey, we want to, do you want to switch to AI in search now? You know, there's, it's changing. We're in the middle of a change. So it is, you know, it's an interesting world we live in. And to have the biggest SEO people saying, we're in limbo who do you, as far who do you as think, where we're headed. Who do you think maybe the largest SEO guy is? Um. Well, the I can say the company I talked to is out of uh, out of Jerusalem, that does most of European, a lot of American. They have a New York base too. 
I'll tell you offline who it is. And I know the the guy, like the companies that he's worked for, you've known definitely. Like the and there's there's a there's a lot of one word, and we'll say all this offline because I don't I don't like to share my conversations with people online, but they work with a lot of one word.coms who are producing content in specific niches and it's all SEO driven. Like those people don't even half the people that are in these, these uh, areas don't know much about their content. They just have a killer domain and a killer category. And then the SEO, the shit, SEO, the shit out of it. And these companies come in and do a great job, but it's writers and ranking and buying links. I mean, the buying links thing is a, billion dollar industry it's well we can see it in our domains when you go to go or GoDaddy right now and go look at the top 10 prices current prices i would guess that eight of those are seo names would you say that's no, true no no six six of them are fake bids and then the other two are seo <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah tell me no, something I, I you know i've been only tangentially following but but it seems like um there's like a new fake bid problem on GoDaddy or something? Yeah, so it's actually yeah. not new. It's been around for a while, but they've really ramped up. I, I thought I thought they like squashed it. Because I remember there were you you had this like obvious thing where people could put a crazy bid in and then put another bid on top of that. Uh and it would be so far out of range that nobody else is going to bid and then it defaults back to the second bidder. Right. So right. so that's that's what's happening and it's happening on everything that's like but that it's was like years ago that was happening. And then it, I thought it kind of went away. No, it's, had... it's back with a vengeance now. These guys are just doing it like crazy. Everything that's like, you know, four number, three character, like any, any of those kinds of names that they, they put like a $56,000 bid and then, uh, which is fake, and then a $2,000 bid. And nobody jumps in because, you know, they're not going to you're not going to bid $56,000 and then that top bid goes away. They don't pay and it goes to the second bidder. And so they're just stealing all of these names for, for, for nothing. And GoDaddy is doing nothing about it. And, you know, I mean, my guess is, and the people I've talked to is that GoDaddy kind of can book, like, here's our top level volume, right? Like these are all the sales. And, and then the fact that they don't get much of that is just a collections issue. Right. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah. Or, they can report these sales, but you know, the, the rest of us that are looking at these auctions are seeing that these are all long-term customer satisfaction, customer, you know, customer journey is, is the only sustainable path. So doing that and allowing that to happen is ultimately going to cause, uh, you know, and that, yeah, another thing so that we've noticed are, that's really, that that's just a own. bummer, you know, that's just like, yeah, and there's yeah. no there's no KYC, right? They could they, they so they what does GoDaddy say account. about it? Nothing. They're silent. It seems like in social media that's been a big topic the last couple of months. I I have not seen any response from anybody. I could I there could have been, but I haven't seen anything. I can My, say that I they're definitely working like on an accounting kind of. Uh, they're playing some accounting games because their mm. aftermarket's way off. So that's that's my hunch, but I I don't I haven't gotten that verified from anybody. Yeah, and not, not that they would verify it anyway. So. I have, I I have a little kind of an inside. You know, we we work through commissions on DSAD, and we see huge commissions coming through, and at the end of every month, they all disappear. So I could have seven thousand dollars in commission, and Travis and I 
daily email go, I wonder how long till they, you know, reverse that out. Claw and that. it's always on the, it's always on the 20th to the 25th. And I email Rye Rep and I go, here we go. Here's the next one. And it's that. Now, the only thing is, do they, why would anybody come through my site to go bid on that domain, right? Like that doesn't make sense that someone would- That's an interesting observation. To bid it up. So that doesn't make sense. But what I found in the last couple are, they were names that were being sold by people that didn't own the name. And that that just can't happen. Like you have to have proof of ownership before you allow a private auction. That's just gotta be- that's got to be KYC at least, or at least proof of ownership. Um, and so for us, that's easily 2000 a month, the last couple of months, every single month through that scenario. But I will say that, and we've said this on every show, the people that work at GoDaddy are fantastic people. Like the people that you and I work with, Paul Nix, Joe Styler, uh, um, Nicole, everybody there are amazing people, but they are dealing with a lot of people trying to scam them. They have to do everything officially. They can't say anything. So I understand their side as well. Um, and I will say that, and maybe it's us because we're known in the industry, but from a personal standpoint, I always get, Hey, I'm working on it. I don't get an answer, but I do get, I acknowledge you we're working on it and I'll get back to you. So that I, that I appreciate. So I, you know, I'm going to say something positive. There's a bunch of shit going on, but it is it is nice to be at least acknowledged by them and saying, we know it, we're sorry, we're working on it. So that's at least a start point. It could be completely empty, I guess, otherwise. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Silver lining. Um, all right. Well, yeah. look, we've got a three-way tie between Drew, myself, and Shane. Uh, Braden, so I would ask, if you don't mind, if you could serve up one more name. Um, so we could break this tie. We could find ourselves a winner. Um, uh, okay. I sold um, drop day. Dropday.com. Drop day. You bought drop day? Drop God, day. I used to use drop day all the time. Drop day. This is like. Uh, I remember that guy. I remember him presenting at a domain conference once. Yeah, he's all a good right, so guy. Drop, uh, drop day. I liked him. Sold it. Marcus is his name? Or? I don't know. I don't remember his name. I remember. Yeah. All right. Drop day. Uh, he had some other business that was called something day too. Dropday.com. Drop day. Jane, uh, um, get your number on your phone. Oh. Oh, all right. You already flipped it. Oh. Whoa. Shane's right. going no, big. Dropday.com. You bought Drew's a site. Was it $388? Domain Shane's at Shane. Oh. I'm back at 7,800. I've moved it up. I'm at four thousand nine hundred ninety nine, and Chain's at seven. This is a sale, right? Yeah, it's yeah. A sale. Okay. Oh, it's a sale. You can't it's be. A sale. Oh, I thought I was switching it now. All right, that's why oh, I sorry. moved it up. When, when Drew looked confused, I moved it up. Uh, Just give uh, me another number, because clearly that was too low. Drop day. All right, I'm gonna go over the top. Nine eight eight eight. All right, so I'm at four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Chains at seventy-eight hundred, and Drew is at nine eight 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 eight. So, who is the winner? Because you actually get to say who the winner of the whole game is. Change the winner. Uh-huh. Oh, he said he wasn't Where playing out here. He said that's no. it. Uh, I sold it for. I sold for seventy-five hundred dollars. All right. I bought it in uh, November of twenty eighteen. So just under five year hold, I paid six oh five. All right, six hundred five. Awesome. 
That's a great deal. Yeah, I think, you know, a name like Drop Day is pretty cool. I mean, there's obviously a domain, you know, connotation to it. Uh, when you bought it, was it thinking about that? Because I think the more actual pertinent use, and I don't know who bought it, but, you know, oh, it's the drops, drops of all the... like sneaker drops. Yes, exactly. Sneakers and uh, any sneakers product and, and, and all that uh, stuff. Collectibles, collabs, stuff like that. That's what uh, I was thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, I also uh, I last year I sold dropped.com. So th- that was all which I had since in like 2012. So, you know, the word drop related to domains has always, you know, been in the back of my mind. But I thought drop day was kind of broader as well as it relates to Yeah, I almost feel like it's like prime day, you know what I'm saying? It's like it kind of got has that like, you know, event around you know, like you said, like a drop, a collab, whatever it might be, um, you know, collectibles and all that. That's all really cool. I probably should have gone higher. Yeah. Well, I should have because that would have been the right number. But, you know, congratulations to Shane for the win, you know. Happy, You're going to be happy me today. You, man. I'm happy for you. You're rocking a name you, this year. You might as well get used to it. Just go and send me a whole damn box of shit. Like, because it's just, and I'll just take one out I'm, each week. I'm bringing a bunch of swag to L.A. I'm going to give everybody swag in person. So that's good. Wow. Yeah, okay, so. don't don't bring me like a triple XL because that. It's not gonna fit because he's like, he's cutting weight now. You you straight up medium now, dog. I'm, you know? I'm, a, I'm a solid. I'm a solid medium now that I've been vomiting for a week. I got you. Don't worry about it, man. You know what I'm saying? We got you. Um. All right. Cool. Well, good stuff, Shane. Congratulations. A lot of great names. Congratulations to all you guys on the, uh, especially on the sales stuff because the fiasco one in particular is just a, such a home run. I love I love that journey for you, Braden. I like that name. I so like that name. Big, That's just a big fun, winner out here. It's just really, a fun name. You didn't get any yeah, points in the domain game, but you had the most like you know pimp sale mentioned yeah. on the show. So, and I can't that. wait for it to be an MMA clothing line. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> you know, I have no a, idea who the buyer is. Fiasco.com. I mean, it could be a whole bunch of different things. You know, so it's like yeah. I see it's, it. That, it just screams affliction T-shirt to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. <laughs> um, all right. Well, good stuff. So let's slide. If you guys need a break, then we can pause for a second. Otherwise, let's slide right into the name jack and the jet segment. Where are you guys at? So it- Fiasco.com is going to be the slogan for the 2024 election. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like (laughs) media options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high value domain sales and domain name consultation as pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value. Plus, through their clear domain acquisition service, media options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media options believes in the power of great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours call or email today to put a domain to work for you no joke, politics I'm changing 2024. i got palm fronds rolling across like tumbleweeds which oh, no. is actually a name on the name jet list today so let's that is the segue to get us into segment three which is the name jet and the jet segment sponsored by name jet where we review a bunch of names coming up for auction we see what the sherpas like what they don't like um Let's go ahead and pull up the list. You can go to the actual Domain Sherpa like, post for this particular episode. Download the Excel sheet that has the names, the Estabot appraisal. Take those with a grain of salt. Uh, how many back orders are on the name as of the time that we uh, tape the show? When you need to order by, these are all expiring domains, which means in order to participate in these private auctions, you need to have a back order in before the uh, order by date. Um, and then, uh, But they're all no reserve. Uh, minimum bid, 69 79 bucks. some other data as well. 
Uh, we don't get any kind of affiliate benefits. So we're literally just providing these links and whatnot to help y'all in, in your in your journey. Uh, so, uh, but let's talk about these names. And uh, actually, I lied. Tumbleweeds is not on here. I thought it was. So maybe I'll I thought to... I had the wrong list. I was I looking know, at the list. I... I'm like, Damn, <laughs> I got all excited. I was like, going through my email. This is the perfect segue. Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and throw it on the list. I'm going to throw tumbleweeds on this list. I'm going to give you guys the, uh, I'll give you the data here in the chat so you have it. And we will include it on the actual list when it goes live. Dot com? So, tumbleweeds.com. That's the uh, estimate value is about five grand. You've got till September 22nd to get your, uh, to get your back order in. And uh, currently, there are about 30 back orders on the domain, $69 minimum bid. So we are adding that into the mix. So whoever wants to kick it off, let's go. Tumbleweeds is now in the mix on the list. Do you like it? Do you like that name? I love how you say that like it's a good domain name. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is it a good name? (laughs) Yo, let's let's mix it up and throw this piece of shit domain name into the mix. (laughs) Because that shit, that's going to turn the show up from like a, from an eight to a 12. Let's go. Right, um, it changes everything. So, yeah, yeah, it changes everything. You don't love it. You don't love it. It's a, no, it's like the it's like the the hor- a horrible domain. All right, well, if it's singular, it'd be a whole different. I'm horror. taking. I'm 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 just doing. Is a it better? It, would it be better as a singular? I think you you might have done. Yeah, it's a brand. Tumbleweed is a brand. If it's tumbleweed.com is a great brand. Tumbleweeds.com yeah. is like. What is that? Yeah. I mean, what is that? A deserted like the, place. It's like the, it's like a name about a movie about Nebraska. All right. No, it's a, it's a bar along the highway that nobody stops at. There you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. So y'all hating on tumbleweeds? <laughs> no, I feel so. No, it gave us content. It gave us content. It gave us content to hate on it. There's nothing it's wrong unique, with that, and it shows content. what the difference in an S is. <laughs> No, but I agree. You're 100% right. I mean, and we see that a lot. Like the difference between the S and the non-S goes from a brand to a product. And if it's a product that has no commercial viability, then it goes from a solid domain to a pretty terrible domain pretty quickly. And this is a, a very, this yeah, is a- To a local really restaurant. Example. All right. Well, what do you like on this list, Drew? Oh, man. Hold up. What is your cup of tea? I, I did a copy paste into here, and I'm I'm questioning whether it came through properly because you got some names. Hold up, <sighs> domain Sherpa. Here we go. Sherp, sherp. You got McD.com on this domain list. Isn't that owned by McDonald's? They use that in the Super Bowl. Yeah, bro. bro it's where do you where do you get joke. that from? I got it. Yeah, I don't MCD expired list. Expired. That's not in the expired list. It's not. Bro, that's why I was tripping. I was like, MCD, they, 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 McDonald's owns that, and they used it in the Super Bowl. Like, they made the I forget who made a big deal about it. What? Well, yeah, right now it doesn't. Uh, the site, nothing comes up if you type it in. So McDonald's didn't forward in it now. Oh no, no, no! That name is not on the list. So cut, cut that one off. That that was a, that's a typo. Yeah. That's All right, a typo. so MCD.com. That's the one that, that tumble, Tumbleweeds is replacing on the list, actually. Because, I mean, that was an easy... I was like, oh, what's your favorite domain on this list? I'll take mcd.com for, <laughs> you know... For a thousand, Alex. Whatever yeah. price I MCCL can. MCCL or something? Yeah. Like, what? I'll take, I'll take mcd.com for, you know, yeah, whatever, you know. Bob. Rest uh, in peace, Bob Barker. Thank you very much. I mean, we yeah. have uh, leveraged 
you know, some of his IP in this show by talking about closest to the pin and, you know, uh, Price is Right. And I mean, Bob Barker, rest in peace for real. Rest Lifetime vegetarian and animal activist. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And or as, you know. he had a great sense of humor. The dot, he, he got as close to the 100 pin as he could without going over. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's good. You mean because yeah. he, he almost made it to Is that your years own? Old. And you do no, say I about his sense Somebody of humor. else on Twitter posted that. <laughs> but him and Billy Madison, right? Isn't that what he was, uh, you know, the price is wrong, bitch. Like, oh, you got to yeah. love a guy. Yeah, yeah. Little, you know. uh, but no, but he, listen, he, he, you know how many movies Bob Barker has been in? You know how many shows? Just the uh, price is right. It's got to be the longest, like, Wheel of Fortune and Price of Right. Like, are there any show, maybe Jeopardy? Is there anything longer? I think Price is Right is probably older than both of those. And he was old when I was like when I was a kid. He was He's already been old. old. He just froze in time. In 1993, he froze. They froze him in time, and he just never aged. And then he just died. no. Remember, he, he did he it. Took out the die. Listen, or he if he I could do it, die. If I could do it, and when I say do it, I mean life. Like Bob Barker, sign me up, man. And yeah. I don't say that lightly. Like there's not a lot of people I was, but Bob Barker did it. He he did it. He did it good. Well, he gave and, a building. Uh, like 10 years, 11 years ago, he gave a building to PETA in L.A. Yeah. It's called the Bob Barker Building. I, I think he donated the building to them. Twenty five well, million. His name was Barker. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, he was down with the dogs. You feel me? You know? And um, yeah. No, Billy, you can just edit that out. <laughs> no way. That shit was money, dog. See, no, <laughs> no It wasn't. That was like um, the opposite of money, actually. The price, the price, speaking of Bart. money, The Price is Right is network television's number one rated daytime series and is the longest running game show in television history. That is, yeah. you talk about accomplishing some things in your life. For and, real. Um, yo, big shout out to so, Bob. Anyways, Barker. rest in peace, RIP, Bob Barker. You yo. done did it good. Did Thank it, you. Man. Um, Thank you for everything. All, All right, right, so back to the name again. Back to the show. Uh, there's a lot of great names on this on this list. My number one favorite name on the list, although I do not think it's the domain which has the highest upside, but TrojanHorse.com is just like? I love that name. Banger. Love that uh, name. just an absolute banger. I love Trojanhorse.com. Um I also really like lightgreen.com. Uh, I mean, the, honestly, there's a lot. So, for the you know, I really right. like this list. I think it's a it's the first time we had a great list in in a, in a little while. But this is a great list. I, I really did, like. You did say that uh, pre like three shows ago. This is our best list. <laughs> no, the last show or the David one. Before no, last that show was, was like, not the horrible. time. Yeah, last that. one was kind of like you know, last one wasn't it. Yeah. But it's a it's look, it's a constantly revolving you know flowing inventory, right? So. Shout yeah. out to Name Jeff for having some pretty sick names on the platform. And it's I, here's I, the I thing: think, when we don't do a show for a couple of weeks, like you know, we have a break from a Sherpa review. It allows us to pull more. You know what I mean? So that's also why. I think, also, you know. they did add a section that just says expiring names, and when you click on that section, some good shit comes up. Now like, it was a little harder to find stuff, and now they've just got it into one column. And, you know, again, I work the list every single day trying to find names. It's good. There's some good stuff in there. Yeah. All right. Drew, I one more am, name and then, then we'll move it on. All right. I'm going to go with – uh, I'm going to leave some of the juicy stuff for these guys. I'm going to go with mycupoftea.com. I actually – I really like that. It's a, it's a phrase that I use all the time. Uh, and as I've said probably 20 times on this show, 
it's really difficult to find great brands for tea companies and tea companies are growing and growing and growing. So uh, my cup of tea, I think is a great brand. It's a great name. It can be used for other things. Um, and you probably get it for, you know, a reasonably good price, but that probably punches above its weight. And then one name I don't like, which is the only bad name on the list is grievous.com. Like the hell are you going to do with grievous.com? On my yeah, faults, so on my faults, on my grievous faults, mm-hmm. I feel you. It is one of those where we bring this up Negative. on a lot of shows where it's the not all uh, one word domains are created equal, right? And this one is one of those where it's like, okay, it's a single word, but ha- what is the commercial viability? It's neg- it's a negative connotation. Uh, it's tough to spell. You know, it's, it's kind of like checks all the boxes of the things that would devalue a name that you know you would look all the benefits of a one word.com are basically non-existent with this particular one so but i do love me some trojan horse that is a amazing name that is fine all right let so me let me talk about the the legal name that everybody thinks is going to be fantastic and then i'm gonna okay. explain why it's not fantastic love this um, because it's you know category killer malpracticeattorneys.com everybody thinks wow nailed it right big practice area problems uh malpractice Settlements are capped at $250,000. So there are no big malpractice cases anymore. The insurance companies have come in, hired their lobbyists and their lawyers, and have just crushed that whole practice area. Devil's so that, in the details. So that's that's number one. You have to understand what you're looking at, right? So it's just not a fantastic – while it's a big practice area, it's not a fantastic practice area because there's not big money in it. All right. That's number one. Anymore. Number two, as I always say, there are – Four versions of this domain name, all of exact equal value. Malpractice attorneys, malpractice attorney, malpractice lawyer, malpractice lawyers. All have equal value on the .com. All four of those are currently for sale. (laughs) So you are competing with three other names that are on the market and have been on the market. We don't know what those prices are. But whatever you pay and whatever you need to sell it for, it's probably more than what these other ones are available for. So you have a lot of competition out there with this exact name. So don't run out and and spend a whole bunch of money thinking you're going to make a fortune on this name because you will sit on it forever. That's That's a really good way to get a name for cheap. Well, look. <laughs> As he goes I'm, in, I'm not saying I'm not going to bid on it. No, I'm just. I, I am yeah. because because we can develop it out and we can do some lead gen, but it's just not a high value practice area. It just sure. it just isn't. And for the right price, I'll take it. But this isn't like DUILawyers.com or divorce lawyers. The discount loves a discount. Ooh, the viscount of the viscount of discounts. Let's go. All right. All this right. is not a high value name. This is not people here. people totally. are like, dude, I can sell this for $150,000. No, you can't. You can't sell it for $15,000. So just putting that out there. No, and I, look, I think that's amazing feedback. I mean, you are an absolute expert in this space. And, that's your, um, yeah, that's your wheelhouse. You know, so that's where I've really, literally been doing legal names for 18 years. I know. But it's like, like beyond the very specific point you've just made. It's just so illustrative of like how people make major mistakes by not understanding the details. Like yeah. people used to send me all these seafood names and I'd be like, listen, guys, a couple of years ago, I was on the phone with the people that you want to sell these domains to. And let me tell you something. When you call, you know, Jack over at, you know, 
uh, New England Fresh, and you're like, hey, do you want to buy fishmonger.com? Jack's going to literally tell you right where to go. And, like, he might send a dead fish to your door. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were like, Jack, I want to give you this domain for free, he'd be like, why are you wasting my fucking time? And he'd scream at you, and then he'd hang up the phone. And you'd be like, I don't know what just happened. Anyways, people, yeah, people don't, you got to understand the context because context is everything. The details matter. And, you know, that's a mistake I would have, I would have made myself. It's like, oh, wow, malpractice. Well, I know malpractice insurance is big, you know, expensive because they're all malpractice things. Well, guess what? When things are capped at 250, as Braden said, you know, it's like, the fees that the lawyers are earning on that malpractice case that was capped at 250 is now 70 grand, 75 grand instead of millions of dollars. So, yeah. And I think the piece about to, the to take that to trial and the attorney is going to, you know, make maybe he's going to spend $150,000 yes. taking it to trial. Uh, easy, if you exactly. win the maximum, right? Yeah. What happens? The client makes nothing. Nothing. Because, yeah. because, the, because the attorney makes 100 grand and make 40%. Right. Yep. And then they take $150,000 150, in their fees that the, that they put out. That's 250 Is 40% the new 30%? It's pretty common. Uh, yeah. yeah. Even even 45 uh, personal That's injury. Wild. Personal injury could be 50%. That's yeah. crazy. All right. Yeah. Well, the one thing I uh, love Braden, is what people else you like? pay back their what? insurance. What's that? Like if, they, if, they, if they, sue some, they sue the doctor and the, and the insurance companies, they don't get covered under their workman's comp. They have to pay all that money back. They have to pay all the, the medical fees that they got for free. They have to pay all that. That all has to come out of the suit. And so they think they make all this money. And by the time they, they've been waiting three years getting workman's comp and they got to pay that all back, they get like 12 grand out of $300,000. So yeah, people just don't uh, know. What, what else do I like? I think survival products is good in this day and age. Um, you know, pro- uh, survival products have always been kind of hot uh, emergency yep. preparedness products um i like organic kitchen you know organic is trending and uh, organic kitchen is a, is a great little name for whatever cater food truck uh ghost kitchen um restaurant I think even if you're selling like Brand. you know organic like you know salad dressings and you know like Anything. just organic foods is organic yeah, it's kitchen a good, is it's a great a good brand, brand all right one uh, more and then course. then you got to give the list to shane of course, IRH, that goes without saying. Solid, solid three. Yeah. yeah. Did they leave you Nothing anything? left. But I, no, I, I'll say, uh, you know, even a name like Party Pro is pretty versatile on a lot of different aspects from party planning to a store that you go to mm-hmm. birthday. That's the other thing. I've always been amazed that there's literally a party supply store, not like Hobby Lobby or all these other, but literally just to get balloons and craft paper and mm-hmm. cards. I just, and it survives. Like it's been there for a decade that the party whole city, store baby. can be just yeah. for parties. Yeah. It changed oh, too. Well, and you know what we've seen yeah, a lot? A with the, my kids are kind of getting out of the age for it, but you know, you have the gaming trucks and stuff and like the different activities and you got bouncy houses and all sorts of stuff that like, you know, especially when, when my kids were younger, that that kind of thing would be like right in their wheelhouse, you know, and party pro would be like almost like a perfect. And I hand registered gender reveal party. That's how old I am. They didn't even exist really when I hand registered. <laughs> oh, man. And now that's like go. literally one of the biggest events going right now. Like everybody like has a gender reveal party. Of, of I actually own game trucks. Divorces and 
fires at the house. You know, they're like, oh, we're going to we talk about off game fireworks on here and just set fire to a tent. Yeah, so. no, that's exactly I've right. known it for years. Um, and in survival products, I do like because shows like Alone, I wrote this in my blog the other day. I literally watched Alone for like eight hours of these people out. You know, we're sitting in our house eating cookies, watching these people. That's go my for shit. Like I told you that. Days. That's my thing. I love eating. I love like gouging <laughs> on food when I'm watching. I'm like, these oh, he got a beaver. TV. That's 980 <laughs> calories per pound. Like, I know that a beaver has 980 <laughs> calories per pound. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't beavers know are good eating, beaver. man. If you can get yourself. Well, they're 35 to 60 pounds, depending on what age you get them. I mean, <laughs> 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 Needless information that I have no idea, but I know that that definitely lends itself to people hunting more and and getting on. It's not just COVID, you know, survival, getting out in the wilderness and pretending like they're you know, yeah. having issues is a, is a thing. So that's that's definitely there. Um, I think organic kitchens just a great one. There's so many. It, it exudes exactly what it is right in the title. Like, you know that this is going to be organic and healthy and braiding all the way. So that's a really good one. It's going to be great, too, man. I actually think Drew, I'm surprised Drew didn't mention it. That's even more of his, like, you know. Oh, that's true, too. You know, that's But is that Drew I, I, or is that You guys have talked me into the name in general. <laughs> I, I moved away from those types of names just because, like, it's kind of like how I feel about AI. It's like organic is kind of more than trending. It's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. And you kind of have to be stupid to not want to eat only organic produce or i mean pigeonhole that, is i i agree with you but i do but think glyphosate is just such a big problem that like even organic yeah. foods have glyphosate in it like you 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 you, yeah. you just have to basically be doing every you know all food you eat basically you have to be trying to Washington. avoid that avoid uh, what glyphosate What's glyphosate? And, and all Glyso- the pesticides. Roundup. And, and glyphosate is Roundup and imidacloprid yeah. is one of the biggest pe- pesticide. Imidacloprid is a real big problem. And then glyphosate yeah. is Roundup. And yeah. Roundup, I can give you a little history just because this is my background. Roundup was just Roundup, wasn't so bad. It only has a 24-hour life cycle. So if it's on the surface in 24 hours, it's it's broken down. The problem is everybody wants things to happen quickly, right? Nobody can just let things burn over four days because that's what it used to take, four days for it to knock it down. So they add a sticker, which makes it burn it immediately. You can literally watch it die over the course of the day. But what does that sticker do? It introduces it into the plant quicker and faster, and it starts going into the bark of trees and into the leaves of trees and goes deeper in. So that's the biggest problem is you're introducing glyphosate with another product that makes it even more effective. And that's a huge problem. You're, we did a, a tree test here in town of trees that are just in the woods, nowhere near any farm fields. 30% of them had glyphosate in the plant and they're not even within miles of any crops. So it's just everywhere. Um, the key is what can your body take and what can your body not take? But yeah, these are all issues and these are these are big problems. Imidacloprid's banned in Europe already, probably be banned. It's what gets rid of Japanese beetles and it lingers for one year. It'll stay oh. literally in that plant for a year and kill bugs the entire year, which is great if you're trying to kill bugs for a year. Everybody gets excited. What humans want and what humans need, there's a big gap that they totally. don't understand. So totally. Um, yeah, yeah. Those are all legit things. And again, Man, that's why I, I wish say, we were just information. 
I wish we would just assign the fucking resources that we're putting towards like, you know, attacking carbon and put that towards fixing our food chain and, and like food supply and the horrible things that we're doing in there. Anyways. Um, all right. Well, look, uh, uh, it's picking up some, some wind and rain. So okay, I don't want to get cut off here. If something <laughs> I'm happens. I'm about to hit fun. by a tornado. Yeah. So, no. so this might be and the last time all these are lessons I want you guys to know that this has been, it's been amazing. <laughs> it's been awesome. Um, no, but, uh, all right. Well, but, and we're wait, we're starting to push up on time. We got about five minutes left. Yeah. Um, what else you got, Shane? You got any other comments on any of that? No, that's, these are all lessons for life. That's what I'm saying. Lessonsforlife.com. Lessons. Look, with all what Drew and I said. Yeah, I really like lessons handy. for life. Hey, Chat GPT, take the video that we just did, break it down into short little sentences, and put it on a website. Thank you. Okay, it's already up. <laughs> hey, yeah, it is about that easy. So, um, all right, well, cool. So, we've covered a lot of ground. I think we've literally talked about every single name. Um, Thank you guys for that. Uh, now, as we slide into our final segment of the show, which is uh, grand closing. So we're, if there's anything that we haven't already talked about, I know we covered London Domain Summit. Um, make a note of that. I'll put it in the description. Um, we talked about what y'all have been up to. We talked about the status of the market and some trends and even a big old RIP to our boy, Bob Barker. But does anybody, uh, why don't we go around the horn real quick to see if we missed anything. Drew, you got anything else, man? No, man, I'm just very happy uh, for the first time about a recent ESG development where people are trying to extend the carbon footprint that you have to the carbon footprint that is created by the taxes you pay. And so in this funny way, it's going to suddenly drive people to feel like they have a public responsibility, which I feel they do as a libertarian, to pay the least amount of taxes possible within the legal, you know, law, within the law. Uh, so I just think it's, I just think it's great. I think it's fantastic. I think that we should worry about the carbon footprint that is created by the taxes we pay mm. that funds endless wars for no reason. That's my update. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's a good update. Um, no, I'm just, um, but yeah, I think that's an interesting point. And I do agree. I think sometimes, you, you know, you, we do have to look at it from those types of lenses to say, Hey, you know, like let's put the shoe on the other foot for a second. You know, like, because there are taxes. Well, it's just, it, it's funny. It's like, you know, life sometimes, the universe has a way of um, fixing stupidity. And I think that this is one of those indirect ways that's going to come or come come around and fix stupidity. So I'm happy about it. Well, it doesn't you know, happen all the time. Well, and I would take it a little bit of a different angle because you and I, you know, we're somewhat similar, but different approaches. And I, I do think, though, you know, when you talk about, <laughs> is it, how's that for how I framed it? Is that good? Um, <laughs> Very well done. Expert. <laughs> but what I will say is, is you're absolutely right. I look at it more like government waste, right? If you're talking about carbon footprint and, you know, wanting to try to address it in a way, you know, because, you know, we're sitting in the middle of a hurricane and a hurricane season that's supposed to be, you know, extra uh, intense because of the, you know, the higher temperature, of El Nino. The ocean, you know, and everything else, um, you know, brought on, uh, potentially partially totally by climate change. Um, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so, but there is so much waste, especially oh. at the government level. And, you know, and you think about that and you talk about the carbon footprint caused by some of that, it's like, yeah, let's look at, let's look at all sides of this, you know, 
And because, uh, yeah. you know, I think that's important. So I'm with you. Every one of those Patriot missiles has got a big carbon footprint. Tell you that much. <laughs> well, that yes, that is very true. Not to mention the reconstruction that comes after. I'm not even talking. I mean, I'm not even talking about the forever wars and some of that. But I do agree. I think obviously there's a, there's an excess there. Um, but I don't want to make the iceberg. I don't want to make it super political. But I just think in general, you talk about again, you're penalizing companies, right? Taxing them for having a carbon footprint. But when you look at how much government waste there is, and you realize how much we're doing there. It's like, let's put the shoe on both feet. That's all I'm saying, you know? Like, hey, everybody should pay their fair share if you're talking about it that way. So, and in that way, I agree with you, my dude. All right, so let's keep it moving, though, not to make this too political, you know what I'm saying? Braden, what's up? What you got? Oh, hi. Live from the Plaza Hotel. The Viscount Um, of Woodland Hills. What do I have to say? Um, Should I pick up some random thing that is happening in the world? No, I'm going to talk about domains. Um... (laughs) We, we, uh, <laughs> Love it. I think we talked about it earlier about the, the uptick in August, which has been, yeah. it's been great. Um, I've got, um, like three negotiations in the mid six figures, one of the seven figures. Um, so hopefully That's I'll cool. have some, some good, uh, sales report next month. Ideally it's been, it's been terrible. I mean, this year it just was pretty, pretty dry. Um, I mean, it did okay, but not great relative to how much I've spent over the last few years and sure. and my portfolio size now. Um, so I'm glad to see it pick up in August, both in sales and in uh, inquiries and in real negotiations. So, yeah. well, and I think you know we talk about this internally. You know, you have to. There's a long tail on a lot of this stuff. You know, and and yeah. we're talking about owning a domain portfolio. We talk about it on the show all the time. You know, yeah, four and a half month big flip of something like fiasco.com is is not the norm, right? That's the exception to the rule. Um, and you have to be able to sort of withstand some of the ebbs and flows of this thing because when the getting is good, it's, you know, it can be pretty wild. And, you know, in these, these markets, you know, in this bear market or whatever we're in, this sort of sideways market that we've been in for a minute, um, you know, with especially, you know, when you talk about crypto and some of these other things, um, you know, there's definitely moments where you're like, damn, like, we going to sell anything, you know, like, are, like, is this the new normal? How long is this going to last? But, you know, I think we always talk about it too, is domains are not going anywhere. You know, the internet is not going anywhere and, uh, you know, good quality.com domains and some others as well are going to always be a staple. And, uh, you know, you you're talk going about to get the exception. Sales. You talk about the exception to the rule, but you know, the thing is, it's like, we, we leave out context and the context is, you know, I've spent, you know, over $10 million in the last few years on domain names. And, um, you know, so I talk about a sale of a couple hundred grand or half a million bucks or whatever. And, you know, some good flips, except that I spend far more than I bring in, um, on domain names. It's, it's not even close. And, you know, ultimately I hope to turn that around. I'll one day I'll start buying less and, and hopefully selling more, you know, and that'll flip. But right now I'm kind of in investment mode, but the, 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 the context is, I'm not actually turning a profit, right? If you look at what I'm investing, right? Um, so, you know, it's it's not exactly an outlier because, you know, I've bought- Well, you can't really say profit. You're not cash flow positive. Right, 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 right. No, that's, that's true. That's true. I mean- Because you are making a profit. There's, there's a profit a on that sunk. name. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's certainly a profit on that name, but I'm not- But you're expelling profit. more cash than you're bringing in. 
definitely expending more cash by by a lot. And so yeah. you're going to have to look at that context of, you know, you know, am I making a lot of money? Well, I don't know. It depends how you look at it. Not really. Not if I'm spending more than I'm making. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's good. You know, and, um, you know, it lets people know the grass isn't always greener. You know, you could be like Braden, you know, the, you might be the Viscount of Woodland Hills and it might look amazing <laughs> from the outside looking in, but you know, the penthouse look, of the plaza is the only place at times, you know, I'm not, and, uh, you know, I'm not complaining. It's, this is, this is by design. You know, I take profits from other businesses and put it into main names because I'd rather sit on an appreciating asset than a depreciating uh, cash sure. asset. Um, but, you know, we, we talk about sales. We don't talk about all the names that we, we bought and then we're sitting on that we're not selling that we're paying renewals on, yeah. right? I mean, you know, we have a lot of cash tied up in our portfolio and, um, you know, we just talk about, we just talk about the sales and it's yeah. just a small, small part of what we're doing. And so yeah. when, when somebody, you know, we see all the time, I mean, it's, I, I know somebody had just sold a name for like two grand on Dan and then they, or, or wherever it was. And then they, the person who bought it, Relisted it for six thousand. Like, no, I think I think it was like twenty five hundred to six thousand. I mean, there's just that person's not going to make any money because yeah. they're thinking it's worth and maybe it is worth six thousand. Maybe it was underpriced, except that there's not enough margin there. Yeah, when you apply the amount of inventory you have to have, you're doing it wrong. It's it's not a margin. You need to have like big margins. This is not yeah. a liquid market. You cannot operate on thirty percent margins. That doesn't work right. in this business. Yeah. You will go out to sea with the tide. Yep. Yep. That says what it is. Oh, yeah. So seen yeah. a lot of come, seen a lot of go. Seen a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, mine had it. All right, Shane, what about so you? So in bro? my case, like for, you know, I was always had another business. Like I said, my income was from other sources. I had plenty of other things. So for my entire domain career, I would pretty much sell a domain pay my taxes on it and then buy another domain and fill up the portfolio and just keep rolling it compound interest doing it. But then I get to the point now where I retire and I'm thinking, do I want to continue this process? So didn't help that things dried up at the beginning of the year, but coming into the year, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to adjust my percentage of what I put back into it because you can't do, you could do that forever, but it's for your kids. So at some point you start taking out more, and that's like my business before, you know, that's the problem with business. Anybody who tells you that they're rich isn't growing their business because rich people aren't growing businesses. They put all their money right back into it. And that's how it works. Like if you don't, you don't want to take VC money, you don't want to take capital. You want to invest in yourself. The best returns you ever get are in your own business. The problem mm -hmm. being you put it right back in. So you never, you're always cash poor, add some partners to it. And then the, the retained earnings have to be divided up equally amongst everybody that's owners. Then you got even more issues. Cause if you got a guy with until a big owner, you decide you stop buying domain names and then you're no longer exactly. cash poor. The cash yeah. starts rolling in and it doesn't go back out. And that's and the same like, with my business. I decide not to buy more land and not to hire more people and not to pay more trees. But the reality is, I need to keep the cash flow coming because employees want raises and people want more opportunity. And we, you know, and there's economies of scale. That's not so much in domain names, but there's all these things that if you know, you know, and, and building your own business doesn't make you rich. Selling your business makes you rich. Stop growing makes you rich. But in the course of building that business, um, 
you're just cash flowing it and, and yeah, on it's paper, really you're interesting the way you say that. Cause you know, when I even talked to like the guy who built, built one of uh, our house back in the day, you know, I always remember him telling me when he was explaining some of how his business is a, as a pretty small, you know, um, home builder, how they would operate. And, uh, you know, and he said, he's like, we'll, we'll make our money once we stop building houses, you know, because <laughs> he's like, we're basically taking all of our profit and rolling it into building the next one and then building the next one. He's like, so we'll actually make our money when we stop, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah. which I, I think people don't understand that. Yeah. And then you go and you, your kid, you know, my kid goes to Ivy league and they say, you pay full price. I'm like, I don't have any cash. And they're like, oh, on paper, you're rich as a motherfucker. Like, you know, Ivy leagues don't sugar, depreciate man. any assets. If you bought a tractor in 1992, guess what? That tractor is 150,000. No depreciating assets whatsoever. Everything you own is at full price, your car, everything. So it's, um, you know, again, I'm not complaining because there's also the people that have the Yukon Denali that was on the, you know, at 6,003 pounds with full depreciation using the farm credit. There's lots of ways to get your stuff through the company. So it's still Mm -hmm. doable, but it's, it's not all roses. Like, you know, when we see Braden selling millions now, when I go to his house, I'll tell you a different story that he's doing fine. But other than that, it's still, you still got to put it right back in. Still when you arrive at the house and the butler comes out, you're like, I'm here to see the Viscount. And they're like, we should <laughs> the fetch him. Will you be staying in the purple room or the golden room? <laughs> All right. Well, look, with that, I think we covered a ton of ground on today's show. You guys shared a ton, not just, you know, I think that the insight into even the flow of funds within your business is a really interesting, you know, piece of information to share with everybody. I mean, when we talked about malpractice attorneys, Braden, the fact that you're able to provide that kind of insight for people, I mean, because you are an expert doing, you know, those kind of domains, that kind of business for 20 plus years or almost 20 years, 18 years, um, you know, giving that to the audience is a pretty amazing thing. So as always, I appreciate you guys for being on here. All of you sharing, you're not really guests. You're more like my co-host, which is what I say. So I appreciate y'all co-hosting with me and to the audience. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like I say on every show without you, there is no us. So, uh, but if you have any feedback, questions, comments, things on like the least to own stuff that we talked about, you know, any of the after Nick stuff, any of the, uh, you know, even if you just want to say, Hey, look, I, I just want to, join you guys and saying RIP to our boy, Bob Barker, you know, hit us up. We're not hard to find. You guys know what it is. Otherwise we will catch y'all next time here on domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Thanks y'all for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace out.